Milk minute, milk minute, milk minute, yeah. This is Maureen Farrell and Heather O'Neill, and this is the Milk Minute. We're midwives and lactation professionals, bringing you the most up-to-date evidence for all things lactation, so you can feel more confident about feeding your baby, body positivity, relationships, and mental health. Plus, we laugh a little or a lot along the way. So join us for another episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Milk Minute podcast. We are so excited to be with you this week. (laughs) We were going to be here in person with each other, snuggling and eating lunch, (laughs) but I decided to get sick again. So I didn't... Obviously, a decision you made. (laughs) Yeah. I just was like, you know what? I haven't been sick in a while. I think I should be sick. And that way, Maureen (laughs) and I can't be in a small enclosed room together. And I'm really kind of bummed about it, to be honest. I know. And honestly, we, the last couple weeks and the next upcoming couple weeks are so busy for both of us. We have been having a really hard time finding the time to record episodes. And, you know, we, we sat down the other day after like failing to record enough again (laughs) and um, just kind of had a very candid, like, outlook uh, at the rest of our year and our capacity with um, new baby O'Neill making an appearance in October. And so we decided that we are going to take a longer break than usual over the holidays. What do you mean longer than usual? We never take a break. (laughs) (laughs) No, we usually are like, we're going to take a two week break, except we're also putting out repeat episodes. No, I think we're going to actually have radio silence for a little bit. Well, we we might have radio silence, but also keep your notifications (laughs) on. Backtrack. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, we haven't ironed out the finer details. But um, we are really thinking that November and December are going to be um, like a a break from new episodes. And probably if we do any repeats, they're not going to be every week. It's just going to be like a little bit of content. And it could also be some beyond the boob content that we're pulling over from our other podcast because we will still be active over on beyond the boob. That one is a week-by-week update of my pregnancy uh, as, like, the season one. And then season two of that is going to be updates on my lactation journey with my third baby. And it's not that the Milk Minute doesn't matter, but the Beyond the Boob is a little bit more time-sensitive. <laughs> and so um, yes. that's... And, and our capacity is going to dramatically reduce again Yeah, <laughs> once baby gets here Um And we want to make the time and space for that. There is absolutely no point, Heather, in you overcommitting in your postpartum just for this podcast. Like, this is not more important than that. Well, thank you. It has been three and a half years of new content every week. And I'm really proud of us for what we've done. And I mean, it still brings us joy. So that's been why it's hard to even take a break, because it brings us joy to hang out and to talk about this. But I mean, I would tell you all to take a break. And exactly, (laughs) I I think that, you know, if you would hang with us and just let us go on this little hiatus just for a couple months to regroup, Mm -hmm. let my pelvic floor heal, (laughs) let me get my baby fed and, you know, let me update you on Beyond the Boob on how that's going. And then we will hit you back up in 2024 in January at some point. Yes. Yeah. So I am making zero promises from November to January. (laughs) 
Uh, if you get a bonus episode, you get it. And I hope you're all very happy with it. But yes, we will be returning with new content in January. And hopefully we'll be returning like revitalized and feeling really good. Heather's going to be like, you know, past the hardest bits of those first couple months. So I, I think this is a great idea. Yeah. And we do have a lot of really cool guests coming up, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. So having this little break of recording actually helps us with a little bit more prep work time. So that's the other thing. It's a it's a lot of work to get really good interviews booked ahead of time. And we're already booking out into January anyway for those. So um, anywho, stay tuned. Thank you for understanding. We love you very much. It's, it's very hard to take a break from you, but we're going <laughs> to do is, our best. It is, for sure. But, you know, like we're really trying to not only be like good parents and good businesswomen and good podcasters, but also good to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's hard. (laughs) And good examples of what we expect from our patients, you know. Yeah. (sighs) Plus the holidays are just always Um. (laughs) hard. They are. And it's it's like I know like listenership ebbs and flows through the holidays and y'all always have other stuff to um, fill your time with, you know. So we just want to, you know, really thank you guys for being such faithful listeners and thank you for returning to us in the new year. Yes. Thanks in advance. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, Beyond the Boob will be going strong definitely through three months postpartum for Heather. And then we're going to make a choice about whether or not we want to continue longer for that. Um, So if you want to come and still like be on this weekly ride with us, (laughs) you can subscribe to Beyond the Boob either through our Patreon, which is a little bit cheaper. Um, It's the same Milk Minute Patreon, patreon.com slash Milk Minute Podcast or directly through Apple Podcasts. And, you know, either way works great and you will get every single episode instead of just like the monthly free one that we put out there. Yeah, and we're really excited to really round out that project. Yeah, Whew. good. It has been a project. Let me tell you, every week <laughs> for forty weeks, on top of everything else, is a commitment. But it's been pretty cool. It is. It's quite the diary. It is. Yeah, I, I honestly am really proud of us for that. It was a fucking crazy harebrained idea you put out there uh, <laughs> to me on air, and you know we just go with it, both feet in before we think. But it's turned out really well, and I honestly have gotten more incredible feedback about Beyond the Boob than I think I've ever heard about The Milk Minute. Not to say it's like a better podcast, but I think we just talk a lot more about our personal feelings, interpersonal relationships, and and we're very, very candid on there in a way that I don't we kind of rarely are on this podcast because we have so much information to give you here. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really nice to have that space to explore kind of like the soft science. <laughs> yeah. And there's more. no ads, you know, so it just feels like we're yeah. we're truly just talking and it's not like as much of a show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's been really great. And I am. Um, I don't know. I've I've been I've had more feelings about that show than I expected. to. I know. Me, too. I was like, I'm. <laughs> me just hop into the show and give some little updates about how I'm doing and really what it turns into is me being like and this is how I'm doing and my relationship and my body and everything else (laughs) so yeah yeah it's it's been pretty incredible um actually and I'm 
I'm really excited to see it through and also to find an end to that project too and just kind of have it be its own encapsulated thing that can just keep living on. <laughs> yeah, a time capsule that lives on the internet about my yeah. personal life. Ah! <laughs> Scary. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> That's horrifying. It's fine. Okay. Well, today we wanted to do a little bit more of a casual episode because people have been asking me what I'm going to do differently this time than I did with Heidi. And it's been coming up a lot in my prenatals with people because I'm as pregnant as they are now in the prenatal (laughs) visits. And so they're asking me more pointed questions like, well, what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. And, and, you know, this is the point to, you know, if, if you don't remember, I am Heather's midwife for this pregnancy. This is the point too with a lot of My clients who are not first-time parents, they've done this before, where I really want to review past birth experiences and past postpartum experiences and make sure that we're attentive to what went right and what you really want to repeat, and then also what you don't want to repeat, what you want to change going forward, things you might be afraid of repeating, that kind of stuff, um, so that we still have a few weeks to like make a viable plan for you to be comfortable with possibilities and for me to just, you know, understand, okay, like this is what, this is the thing this client needs support with in the postpartum. Yeah, for sure. Well, before we get into it, should we thank some patrons? Yeah, I've got two patrons I'd like to thank today. Um, Big, big thank you to Cass Dictus and Anne Greza. Um, Thank you so much for joining our Patreon. And we really appreciate every single one of y'all who joins us on that platform. You know, we try to give you the best um, bonus content and, you know, ad free episodes and beyond the boob and everything we can because we value your support so much. Yeah. You've been keeping the lights on for three and a half years and we really appreciate you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's take a quick break to thank a sponsor. And when we get back, I'm going to tell you what I'd like to do differently this time around. Imagine a world where you seek lactation care and it's easy and someone greets you at the door and they're nice to you and they give you a hot cup of tea and let you sit on the couch and talk about all the issues, not just the breastfeeding issues. What a cozy fantasy. Is there anywhere that's real? Oh, it's real, girl. It's real. And I've been building it for quite a long time. My business is called Breastfeeding for Busy Moms, and me and every member of my team are trained in our three major tenets, which is accessibility, kindness, and personalization. If you want to book a consult with Heather or anyone else on her team, you should head over to breastfeedingforbusymoms.com. We do accept some limited insurance and we'd be happy to walk you through it if you want to give us a call. And that number's on Google. So go sit on the cozy couch with Heather at Breastfeeding for Busy Moms. Love you guys. Great. Uh, welcome back. Well, Heather, do you want to start with um, like some birth stuff or just go straight to postpartum stuff? I think we should start. We have to start with some birth stuff because I think okay. getting a good start with breastfeeding actually starts with the birth, um, especially in the immediate afterbirth. I mean, there's a lot about the labor and delivery that you can't control, but there are a lot more options than you think immediately postpartum that I definitely want to capitalize on because Number one on the list is I'm choosing to have a home birth this time. 
So that's very different (laughs) than birthing (laughs) in the hospital. Yes. Yeah. So I'm probably going to skip the erythromycin in the eyes, which is consistent with what I did with Heidi, because I'm Mm -hmm. very confident I don't have gonorrhea or chlamydia. Been tested for it Mm -hmm. multiple times in pregnancy. I know where my husband is all the time. (laughs) So (laughs) unfortunately, (laughs) no mystery in that. He is currently at the pool with the kids. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so I personally am going to skip the erythromycin in the eyes because I'm not yeah. worried about blindness in my baby. And I really don't want to interrupt mm-hmm. that bonding time when the baby is in their quiet alert phase trying to imprint yeah. and trying to figure out what's going on with the boob. That's like the biggest thing is when they're first born, they're weirdly awake. So but only for a short amount of time. And I don't want to be like, oh, you're, yeah. you're awake. Squirt, squirt, goop in the eyes. And also, if they end up with an eye thing going on later, like some eye gunk, the treatment is erythromycin in the eyes. So like, we'll have it yeah. anyway. And just for folks at home who need to have this treatment for their baby, you can typically delay it by an hour. You know, it's the outcome of that for baby is not going to change whether it is immediate after birth or after the golden hour. So it's just something to talk to with your provider if erythromycin is something that you need to do. Yeah. I do want to do vitamin K. So we'll have that. Mm -hmm. Um, Great. I got it. I just got all new meds. Awesome. So we'll do that on my chest. Mm -hmm. So I definitely Mm -hmm. want to do – this is a little different. I want to do two hours of uninterrupted skin-to-skin as opposed to the one that I did with Heidi. So that means the vitamin K would happen on my chest. Um, okay. If baby needs any resuscitation, just FYI, I am comfortable with you doing that on my chest. So okay. that's one of those things that you can talk to your provider about. The reason they might not automatically do that at the hospital is because they don't want to freak you out. <laughs> they don't want it to be a safety issue. Yeah. And, you know, like if you need to do advanced resuscitation, it's posturally a really hard place to do it. But for the initial steps of resuscitation, dry, stimulate, suction, even like one or two rescue breaths, you can usually do those right on mom. Yep. So if you're comfortable with that, you can tell them, yeah, if they need a little blow by oxygen, absolutely do that Mm -hmm. on on me while the placenta is still attached. That's really like first five minutes kind of stuff. If baby's still struggling after five minutes, then please cut the cord and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I would definitely like to dehydrate my placenta this time. Okay. Do you do that? I can if you want me to. Yeah, that seems like you don't want to. I know somebody else who will do it. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't want to. I'm going to be 100% I honest. Uh, <laughs> I only do that for the money. <laughs> I find zero enjoyment in it. I don't actually like doing it, but I also understand it's a pain in the butt and like not a lot of people do it. So I'll do it for folks. If they want. <laughs> well, let me check with my placenta girl and if she yeah, won't do it. Yeah, you've got a know. bunch of folks up there. Yeah. <laughs> Reason for this is because I did have some postpartum depression and anxiety with Heidi. And okay. I just want to make sure that I have all the things that I need to have. And yeah. there's not good hard evidence about you know, encapsulating your placenta and it decreasing postpartum depression. And sometimes they think that it's just anecdotal, but I don't care. Like, it's not going to hurt me. So I feel like if it doesn't hurt, why not? 
Sounds fine to me. Yeah. And really what I tell folks is like, hey, you know, we don't have great studies. The studies we do have show like it's a good iron supplement as long as we're properly preparing it. It might have benefits beyond that. So, you know, take it if you want to just make sure you're paying attention and not have any not having any adverse effects. But I it's don't really expect that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? I am yeah. planning to collect colostrum prenatally because Ooh. we are a setup for jaundice. So I am O positive. My husband is B positive. Yeah. I got lucky with Heidi, who is also O positive. So we had absolutely no jaundice at all. No mm-hmm. trouble latching. Well, sort of some trouble latching, but she transferred milk enough that like we didn't have jaundice. Mm-hmm. But I realized that this time could be different. We could have a baby that is B positive and we might have an ABO thing going on with jaundice. And I want to make sure I have some of that colostrum available if I need it. Yeah. And we can take um, baby's blood type from cord blood right after the birth. Personally, I usually use Elden cards, which are just like a uh, tiny percentage of a percent less accurate than a lab, but they're pretty darn accurate. Nice. <laughs> um, and you get results right away. So I like using those. If it's inconclusive, we can also get, res- you know, send off a tube to the lab, but that could help us kind of get an idea of what to expect. Um, and maybe we take more preventative measures if we're like, oh, baby's got this blood type. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to mess around with that because Theo was super jaundiced and it, it landed us in the hospital for five days and it was awful. It, it is. And dealing with jaundice is is really stressful and frustrating. We have another episode on that in case, in case you guys um, are dealing with it or have dealt with it and are worried about it. Go ahead and listen to that. Yeah. Um, let's see. As soon as baby's born... I would like to not put the hat on right away. I don't even bring hats, girl. Good. <laughs> yeah, I. this has just been like a recent thing for me where I'm like, it. I remember when Heidi came out and they laid her on my chest. I remember yeah. the weight of her, the temperature of her, the smell of her. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that feeling ever in my life. Like I could cry just yeah. thinking about it. And I don't want to interrupt that in any way. You know, I want to like okay. smell this baby's head, maybe l- kiss it, lick it. Like I just want to mm-hmm. be there for that experience and not have a bunch of hands and fabric and craziness in the way, you know. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm like, I'm really anti-hat, just, just to be clear. <laughs> People are going to be like, say more about the hat. <laughs> they are. We can do a whole episode about hatting because there are actually really um, great studies about this. Hatting? Oh, my God. <laughs> hatting. Hatting. Okay. Moving on. I am definitely going to pay more attention to the first latch this time. Because yeah. last time with Heidi, she just kind of hopped on there and I was like, oh, okay, girl, mm-hmm. like you do your thing. And I let her do her thing. But that resulted in instant nipple damage that then I had. To... <laughs> but her thing was violence. <laughs> her thing was that she was a barracuda baby with a slight tongue tie <laughs> that I did not know about because I didn't even look in her mouth before I latched that little piranha on. Yeah, which we don't have to, like, examine. We don't have to do an oral assessment before the latch. But, yes, if that first latch 
is painful and it's not like a pop on and off situation, we're going to adjust it. Well, I didn't even feel any pain because I had so much natural anesthesia going on in my body. We'll be looking. Yeah. So (laughs) I was like laying down in the hospital bed and she was just like latched Mm -hmm. on and I I was not Mm -hmm. positioned correctly. She was not positioned correctly. Yeah. Um, So just being a little more intentional. Yeah, and we're not going to have a hospital bed this time, which just big bonus all around. <laughs> I honestly, I cannot still to this day believe that we're using the same hospital beds for birth that we do for like everything else, essentially. <laughs> they're not that different and they are so uncomfortable. Like they're not how, – how can they not be more comfortable to lay on or to be with a baby? Anyway, sorry, totally different episode oh, yeah. that we need to do that for. A hundred percent. I don't know either. I've I've thought about that forever. Yeah. I am going to initiate Avivo right away. So the probiotic Avivo. Okay. And a lot of people have questions about how to do that the first time when you don't have milk already pumped or anything yeah. like that. I will just put a little bit of the powder on my nipple while I latch mm-hmm. the baby, um, probably just for the first couple of That's days. Great. And... Mostly because I had such a horrific experience with Heidi having crazy persistent diaper rash and yeah. gas and poops. You could also – I've had a couple people just swipe the powder like in their buccal space mm-hmm. before baby feeds. Yeah. 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 So definitely going to do that. And a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about is time sensitive, like intentional yes. things that really – You you could order the Avivo now and just have yeah, it. Yeah. I was going to ask you because I actually don't know. How long is it? stable for like some people who are like 12 if weeks you keep pregnant, it frozen well you don't even you have to freeze it, it anymore they change the packaging oh so, really yeah i didn't know that i know um i don't know now i guess if they change the packaging i don't know all right well i guess we'll see i'm sure it'll last this long <laughs> you know so i could yeah. probably just go ahead and es- order it especially even if it's not sent frozen you could keep it frozen to keep it longer you true. know true 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 so yeah okay so definitely doing that i everyone's going to be like, you did not do what? I did not even own a haka with a Heidi. Didn't know (laughs) it existed. They weren't that big like five years ago. No, they weren't. I mean, this is like really just now hitting the market in a huge way. So the haka or the LV catch or something like that Mm -hmm. to collect extra milk early on to just set my baseline a little bit higher because I was a just enougher, which is fine, except – I mean, I do have a little bit of anxiety. My work life is very busy. So I I know that I'm going to need a little bit more in the freezer. Absolutely. And again, order that now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you have them in your store, though. So you're good. Yes. Well, I don't have an LV catch yet in the store, but we're getting there. That's okay. Um, I'm not going to give random formula for no reason like I did with (laughs) Heidi. I don't really know what happened. I think my mom at some point was like, let's give her a bottle of formula. And I had like huge engorged boobs. And I was like, okay, because I was just so tired. And she was like, I think she's just hungry. And my nipples hurt so bad. Um, So instead of pumping and giving it to her, we just gave her a bottle of formula, which, of course, made my engorgement worse. Yeah, we're going to have a different plan if if you're in that situation. Yeah. Not that we can't give formula, but like we're if if we do, we're going to give it at a like really logical time. Right. It was basically for no reason (laughs) other than to give my nipples a break, which did not help my nipples because then I was just more engorged. It's not going to help. So don't don't be don't be doing that. Uh, I am going to attempt cloth diapers. So here Exciting. and there, not with the meconium, 
because <laughs> that's a mess with the cloth diapers. Because it's sticky. <laughs> Too sticky. But yeah, maybe like 50-50 cloth diaper, disposable diaper situation. That sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. I am going to purchase a new Spectra Synergy Gold and use... Woo, a new pump? Yeah, instead <laughs> of a uh, used hand-me-down Medela from a friend. Heather, honestly, <laughs> I'm so proud of you for making this list for yourself. Thanks. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, people that are listening are probably like, what the hell? No, seriously, <laughs> I did not have insurance when I had Heidi. I don't have insurance yeah. now. So when someone was like, hey, do you want this pump? I used it for all three of my kids. I was like, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> and I used it and, of course, like could have done better. Um, yeah. But this time I'm going to get a good one because it's worth it with the size that Yay. actually fits me, which is not a 24. <laughs> You like, especially because you literally sell these I items. I know. Oh my God, if you didn't size your flanges, I would shame you publicly for it, Heather. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to make a video of all of these things just to prove that I did it. Let's see. I am not going to start a bottle until four weeks if possible. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like it changed Heidi's latch and I just don't want to introduce the pump too early either. And if you're giving a bottle, you need to be pumping. And I just need peace in my life. That's what I'm going for is That's peace. So we can do it simple. the simple version of breastfeeding this time. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, let's take a quick ad break, and then we're going to come back and finish your list. <laughs> it's a long list. And um, it, it, it is. I was like, Heather, can you make a short list? And she sent me three pages. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I tell all my patients who are brand new parents to put a list of soothing techniques on the refrigerator so they can both remember what they've already tried for soothing baby. I like to put a happy tummy on that list. It's a natural herbal wrap that soothes and relieves pain instantly, and it's so fuzzy. It's so great. It helps baby sleep at night, resolves colic, gas, or constipation, and it's great because it has a little cute animal on the front for when they're doing tummy time, which provides gentle pressure to help them get their toots out. And you know what? They're not just for babies. They have them for teens and adults, too. Mm, so if you're struggling with those period pains, get your herbal warm Happy Tummy Wrap today by going to happytummy.com. And if you love us, enter promo code MILKMINUTE10 for 10% off. That's MILKMINUTE10 for 10% off your Happy Tummy. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Heather, when you were nursing Heidi, did you get thirsty every single time? Every single time I sat down to nurse, it was like the Sahara Desert had taken up residence in my mouth. Same. And my go-to drink right now is Liquid IV. Oh, me too. Liquid IV makes your water work harder because it has a hydration multiplier in it that's great tasting, non-GMO, and it actually has cellular transport technology that delivers hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. You can also get their immune support blend, energy blend, or even one that helps with your sleep health. My personal favorite is lemon lime, and I think it actually makes me drink water two times faster, which is always handy when you have a screaming baby in the room. I really like the tangerine, and if you want to try that today, you can go to the link in our show notes and use our discount code MILK underscore MINUTE for 15% off your order. That's MILK underscore MINUTE for 15% off your liquid IV today. Happy drinking!
All right, welcome back. So Heather, we left off with you saying you're not going to give random bottles and formula for no reason in the first month. Sounds great. (laughs) What's next on your list of things you'd like to change? I am planning to work with a professional sleep trainer at around six weeks instead of trying to muddle through it while I'm exhausted because I know enough to be dangerous with sleep. Okay, but when I'm (laughs) exhausted, I know myself. I know Mm -hmm. myself. And I know that I'm going to need someone to hold my hand through that a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to get probably Lauren McLeese Garman. She's a pediatric nurse practitioner, sleep specialist, who's very, very breastfeeding friendly. She can work with parents who are co-sleeping, which I'm question mark on co-sleeping for me. I don't know yet what I'm going to do or how I'm going to feel. I'm sure I'll Mm -hmm. co-sleep. I don't know if I'll co-sleep consistently by choice. (laughs) But if you do, we're going to make sure it is safe regardless of uh, the plan to do it, okay? Right, exactly. I am not going to change the diaper in the middle of the night before every single feeding unless there's a poop. question. Did you actually do that before? Yes. What? This is another thing my mom told me to do. Which really? Yes. She was like, when your baby wakes up in the middle of the night, the first thing you do is change the diaper and then you sit down and you feed and then you slide them back into bed. And I'm like, okay. So literally three and four times a night I was changing (laughs) the diaper. And then sometimes they poop or pee in between during the feed. So then I'm changing Uh it again. Yeah, I always just feed and try to get them back to sleep because I'm like, if they're poopy, they're not going back to sleep. <laughs> or if they're too wet, they're not going to go back to sleep. But if I, if I undress them to change the diaper, they are awake. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've discovered, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really just making my kids more awake, even when you turn the light off. And I mean, and it's OK. Like, we, we want to be responsible parents. You don't want to leave your kid in a wet diaper, like, longer than you should. But also, like, most diapers can can last through a night of pee. So that's OK. And you can also feel it, you know. Yeah, you can. You can feel and be like, this diaper is full of pee and it's squishy or, I don't know, doesn't really feel wet and I don't smell any poop, so we're just going to feed. I would do it anyway. I was just like a robot mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. I'd be like, change the diaper. Sit down with baby. So anyway, I'm I'm not doing that yeah. anymore. I'm not doing things I don't need to do. Um, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. I am <laughs> not going to start a binky until two weeks postpartum. Okay. Um, I'm going to try. And then... That's okay if you need to do it beforehand. Like, I I want you to know it's okay. It's a good goal, but also fine if it doesn't happen. Yeah. I I mean, we'll see. And then I'm going to try to do the Ninico for improved suck training and just oral function. And I'm only going to do it after feeds just because, you know, I don't want to miss any of those early feeding cues. I was super engorged with my first and second baby. So I... I just want to make sure that I'm not missing anything because I don't want to make my life more complicated than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And binkies actually can cause more complication in the beginning. Yeah. And and again, like I'm just down for another thing to knock off the to-do list, you know, because most babies don't just immediately take them and they're like, this is great. I love it. It's like work to introduce it. (laughs) And a lot of people don't know that. (laughs) No, they really don't. So like you could you can wait a minute for that. (laughs) I... I have a goal. Maybe it's lofty. I don't know. I would like to learn how to feed in the baby carrier. It's not lofty. You can totally do it. Okay. If you want to learn how to do it within the first month, um, I highly recommend having a ring sling 
because I think that is the easiest carrier to feed in very early. And then, you know, after that, we can we can probably make it work in a lot of other carriers too when baby has like a little bit more head control. But um, I will teach you. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Awesome. We'll make a video of you teaching me. And I feel like my boobs are a lot saggier this time. So they'll be easier Which to... Which is actually helpful. Yeah. Easier to move them around. <laughs> Just move it around. <laughs> and I really felt like with my first, like I had a lot more trouble feeding him in the carrier when he was little because like the nipple was just where it was, you know, and I had to get him to it. But after that, like when he was older or with my second, I was like, I'll just bring this boob over to you. (laughs) Bring this boob. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm in a prison, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that is hard for me as a mom, uh, nap trapped, hate that feeling. So being able to have a baby nap in the carrier, feed in the carrier, mm-hmm. be on the go, I just – that's really, really important to me because I know me really well at this point in time. Um, yeah, we'll get there. And that leads me to the last thing on my list, which is just not breastfeed sitting down on my butt so much for <laughs> so many reasons. Like TV so many. <laughs> TV rots my brain. It makes me depressed. It's not good for my pelvic floor. Um, it's not yeah, good for my social life. Gets all kinds of fucked up. Yeah. I just don't mm-hmm. need to be sitting there all the time. And, you know, if you want to relax and watch TV while you breastfeed, you can do it sideline. Yes. You know, for those of you that are like day three, day four postpartum, if you haven't tried sideline yet, now is the time. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's still my favorite breastfeeding my toddler. But I'm like, can we just lay down? <laughs> I know. Well, I love what when just... I have a postpartum patient yeah. come in and I'm like, why don't we try laying down? And that's why I have a couch and a bed in my office. Yeah. And the I love that look on their face when baby latches and they close their eyes and they almost relax there for a minute and they go, wow, this is actually mm-hmm. really nice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and you're like, uh, your baby's comfortable, they're not moving, you're not supporting anybody's weight, uh, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So those are kind of the starter things. You know, I'd like to do more yeah. baby-led weaning, I'd like to, you know, get out more and all that stuff with later babies, but mm-hmm. with older babies, I mean. But the, this is all the <laughs> with, later babies. It's perfect. No, this is this is a great list. You don't have to have the complete trajectory in your mind right now too. Like, you know, if we can kind of visualize what the first three months might look like for you. So initiating feeding, initiating pumping, returning to work. That's great. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think. I can't even Mm -hmm. speak to returning to work. Everyone keeps asking me how much time I'm taking off. I don't really know. I have no clue. Um, It kind of depends how much money I have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and like it's it's going to probably depend to like how many people are trying to book appointments and all that. We're going to figure it out, though. And thankfully, you have the option to return as part time as you want to. Right. You could be like, I'm going to try one day a week for the for the next two weeks or something. It's going to be OK. Yeah, it'll be right. OK somehow, some way. Um, it will. But. Yeah, it's hard when you when you are signing everybody's paychecks. You know, you want to make sure the money is there. <laughs> but yeah, that's yes, it. you do. I know that's good. I like your list. I appreciate it. I hope folks out there who are also pregnant with like their second or third or you know whomever 
we'll take this opportunity to reevaluate and and see if there's any way you can either improve your experience or just make it easier. Easier you is know? better. Just do less. Do less things. <laughs> Go find less, everybody. <laughs> Go find less and live more. That's what I want yes. for you and for me. <laughs> me too. Well, you know, I know this is kind of a short one, but we we appreciate your patience. And, you know, we're going to make sure we get a couple more episodes in before our big long break. Um, and we really love everybody out there. And yeah, we're just we're just hanging on here. <laughs> May you also take a long winter nap. <laughs> yes. Let's all go hibernate. <laughs> Let's. But don't eat a bunch of sticks and dirt and hair to create a butt plug because that would be gross. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what all the bears do. Do you have a baby that struggles with excessive gas, fussiness, colic, and general sleep problems? Well, I did, but then I used Avivo probiotics. Avivo is a pediatrician-approved probiotic for babies that's even used in NICUs on the gentlest tummies all over the United States. It is an amazing, unique product that contains a specific strain of B. infantis that we need to digest human milk oligosaccharides. That's actually 15% of breast milk that your baby will then be able to utilize, whereas if you don't have the bacteria, there's so much extra in the gut, which is why American babies poop like 10 times a day <laughs> more than babies that are colonized with B. infantis. I have personally seen this probiotic help my baby and the babies of many of my clients, and frankly, if we're dealing with any of these symptoms, it is the first thing I go to. And the best part is, it's not like any other probiotic that we would take when we're sick or taking antibiotics, where you take it every time you go through antibiotics for the rest of your life. If you give your baby Evivo in the first 100 days of life, it actually colonizes in their gut and becomes a part of their immune system, which then they can pass to the next generation. And this is how we make change, y'all. Evivo is amazing because it's gonna safeguard your baby's health today and give you peace of mind in the future. Check out Avivo Probiotics through the link in our show notes. And enter code MILKMINUTE for $10 off. All right, well, let's do a quick award before we get out of here. This award is for Laurel. And we got an email from Laurel. And Laurel says, I've been listening to the Milk Minute since my baby was a couple weeks old, and now he's nine months. I love it, and I've kind of become a lactation nerd, and so I finally became a patron. Hey, thanks. I've been loving Beyond the Boob and also getting early access to episodes of The Milk Minute. You guys are so great. Thanks, Laurel. Also, I want to nominate myself for an award. Just recently, I had my first work conference since my son was born. I didn't have to travel out of town, but I was away from my baby for 10 plus hour days and I knew I wouldn't have access to a fridge like I do at work. I checked the conference center's website to scout out lactation spaces ahead of time, and I ordered a series chill. I was also lucky enough to have a pair of LV wearables that a friend handed down to me, so much more portable than my regular pump. I was weirdly nervous on day one of the three-day conference. It felt kind of like my first day back at work, figuring out my pumping <laughs> setup for the first time and everything else. But it went swimmingly. I felt so proud of myself. Thanks so much for your work on the podcast. I'm a librarian, and I'm really big on fighting misinformation. On Facebook, Reddit, and in my due date group on the What to Expect app, <laughs> I frequently reference the Milk Minute and resources you've cited. It feels good to Aww. share good, solid information about something so important. Anyway, thanks for being awesome. Laurel. 
Thank you, Laurel. That was great. Um, we're really proud of you for f- figuring out that conference situation. I know it's like <laughs> so stressful to realize that none of the usual like setups that you have are going to work at all for this new situation. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's awesome. Laurel, that was such a sweet email, and I'm very proud of you. It's hard to to toggle all of those different things and kind of like dive into the unexpected, but you did it, and that's great. Laurel, we're going to give you the Toggle and Tackle Award because you <laughs> <laughs> you toggled it. You tackled a new situation. <laughs> and you made it work with what you had, and you planned in advance too, which is, yeah, which absolutely. is really good. So if you see Laurel's picture on our social media in our story, please give her a shout out, clap, emoji, whatever you do to react to stories on, on the gram. <laughs> we don't know how any of the social media yeah. things work, apparently. I don't. <laughs> just do the things that you do. <laughs> we'll put her in our story highlights, just like um, everybody else that we can who gets an award. And um, we're really proud of all of you out there. Um, y'all are doing a great job. Yeah. And the way we change this big system that's not set up for lactating parents is to educate ourselves, our friends, our loved ones, and, uh, you know, sometimes our conference hosts. If you liked this episode or any other bit of information we've put out there on the web, um, please feel free to recommend this podcast to a friend, leave us a review on Apple. All of that stuff is a really great free way to help this podcast grow a little bit more. Yep. We appreciate it. And we love you very much. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. It's a miracle.